Got so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you questioned life a couple times, but it's okay you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Welcome kings and queens to One Stick B. I am your host, One Stick B. Remember at One Stick B, we don't cry, we thrive. And we don't whine, we whine. Shout out to Black Girl Magic Wine made by two sisters that are African-American. Shout out to them. Remember the definition of One Stick B is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battle that life throws at them without warning but you refuse to carry the spirit of Brooklyn. Today, my one sick beat I have, I'm excited, is a male MS warrior. That means he's a strong one sick beat MS warrior. And that's just a part of him, but he's an MS advocate and it's different. And he's an African-American. So let's dig into it and get straight talking. Welcome him. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Uh... I'm doing a pretty good day. You know, not not too much fatigue, too much pain. I'm getting through the day though. Okay, okay. Now I have a question. I ask everybody, how have you been during COVID? How has COVID treated you? What have you learned? How has COVID been? COVID has taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, beforehand, we as people with, you know, our, our, our systems are already susceptible to a lot of diseases, a lot of infections anyway. So before that, I wasn't touching handles and I was washing my hands and using um, sanitizer and stuff anyway. And it was funny, I was telling my wife, I was like, we had been had sanitizer and washing hands and stuff like that. So, you know, we opened it like, I get a cold, a cold has shut me down or whatever. But when COVID, like this time last year, you know, when initially was started, there, there was some fear. And you didn't know, like it, it grew from, from like, start with February, early March. And yeah. it just grew. And you, just the people in the world, you didn't have information, that much information on COVID. But you yeah. knew, it's a, you know, in, in the MS community, we didn't know our systems were open, we could get it. And I yeah. was just so just, I stayed home. Um, like I said, con- you went out, it was it was always weird going out at that time. You know, this time last year ago, it was just a weird time going out and you really had to guard yourself. You know, yeah. not only not having that yeah, MS or, you know, autoimmune um, yes. disease, you just had to guard against yourself. But I felt more nervous as it went along. I got more comfortable with things, but it, it feels like you were opened up this period. Even if you had the mask on and gloves, you did everything right you always feared just to be around people in around different situations. I definitely agree with you. Uh, how do you feel about the vaccination and are you or have you gotten the vaccination? Um, all right, so I was against it. I was against it anyway. And yeah. for, from, from two standpoints, first of all, like I said, they just made the vaccination way too quick. To me, yes. after, to a lot of America, kind of like it was a band-aid. Oh, we made this. Use it. It'll be, you'll, no more COVID. Like it was a cure-all. But, yes. and it's still, on, on the second hand, you know, let alone 
black people, African-American, you know, society or people of color just from the past, certain things that were actually, you know, done to our people. And what's brought up a lot was the, um, oh, what was it? The experiments the they did on- The, the experiments? Yes. And I, I, I know all about that. Yeah, so we were thinking like, you so many different theories were going around. It was like, are they gonna test it on on like the the, the, the people of color, the like communities like that? And when this right. kind of stuff, there's so much going on. And I was against it. I was like, I'm against the vaccine, you know. And I, I was almost like, I was a wait and see type of deal. So I waited and I waited and I waited. And like, I'm, I know people personally, I know family, my, my mom yeah. and my people were getting it. And I'm yeah. kind, of just, kind of see, yeah. And then finally I made an appointment. And it's funny you ask, I have my appointment tomorrow. Oh to get my first shot. Yeah, that's, that's so funny you ask me. So um, I'm on the fence, but I, I think I'm a little bit more comfortable now with it. Yeah. You know, and I don't look at it as in like, oh, it's like a spear and they going some, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. just want to protect myself from things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. Because yeah. we already have MS. What more do we need? Right. Right. Exactly. So it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, I got it. You know, but still, I just, I'm, at this point, I'm looking at it as another line of defense. You know, I don't want to wear masks you know, for the rest of the time or whatever, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do. And to be honest with you, I think when big groups and large crowds, I, for me personally, a mask ain't going to go away. Now mask yeah. is started, you can, I think that still should be a I thing. To, so, yeah. I have to get out and move uh, around uh, this weekend and nobody had their mask on, but we wore our mask and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to remain uh, masked up. I'm, I have been vaccinated yet. I'm getting ready to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. um, I've had things like that uh, in my head too. That's why it was interesting when you said that. I'm like, oh man, I thought that too. I had mentioned that to my mate. Like, uh, but you know, to be honest with you, back they had the Dixie experiment. They had this, they had that. I'm just, I'm just gonna chill. And then I was like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I already have MS. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like you said, when you mentioned the cold, <laughs> it takes you down. Mm -hmm. Ten times hurt, and then it's always you have to rebuild yourself already with this disease. You know, when you get knocked down. So let's not lock, uh, lock the group. Let's get into it. When were you diagnosed, Tim? And give me a little insight about when you were diagnosed around the time, and if before you were diagnosed, you had uh, any symptoms or any. So it was funny. Um, around this time, I'll be in, in July next month. I'll be it'll be four years. I'll be diagnosed. Okay. So going way back, and it's so weird. I can like I can relive certain things now that I know like symptoms I was having. I can relive it. Um, I want to go back to where like at a point where certain parts of my body were getting numb my lips, places around my face, my fingers, my feet. So at the time, I, I, I always laugh about this. I was weightlifting and I, I, li I still live to this very day. I'm lifting, working out and whatnot, but I was trying to compete in powerlifting. So I'm lifting, throw heavy weights, I'm lifting training, but I'm noticing like I'm getting tired, like real crazy, I'm getting real tired. 
And I said my feet were numb. There's some parts of my body were numb. So I'm like, okay, I gotta go see the doctor. I gotta go see the doctor. But you know, man, you don't you don't want to see doctors. We play around like, oh, I'm gonna go see. You know, I'm thinking it's a pinched nerve. I'm thinking it's a pinched nerve. So as the week's progressing, I'm noticing I'm getting way too tired. Why am I getting tired so fast? Why 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 don't I have any energy? I'm just thinking like I'm overdoing it, working out. All right, fine, no problem. Um, I had one away on a small vacation and out of nowhere, I started to feel shocks, like, like literal shocks down the side of my body. And I'm like, what's going on? I never felt like that before. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, oh, I definitely have to see a doctor. So I think it was maybe like the weekend or something. I was like, I have to call him Monday morning. No problem. So the shocks, you know, went away. Um, I get to at one night, I'm sleeping in bed and it has to be like two, three in the morning. And I go to just simple, just to get up, use the bathroom that night. And my whole right side of my body like locked up. And I fell, I fell to the floor. And I've never felt that that, that vulnerable in my life where I was, I literally couldn't move for about, about 10 to 20 seconds. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't move. I thought I was having like a stroke or something. So I called for my wife and called for my wife, like, yo, help me. I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I was terrified. Like, my, I still, to this very day, I can still feel that. It's, it's where it's like yeah. PTSD in a way. So she gets me to go to the hospital, right? Go to the hospital, go to the emergency room. So I'm sitting there getting tests. They do MRIs, but whatever, they're doing the whole test. They come out and tell me, they say, hey, uh, yeah, um, Mr. Goodson, um, we were thinking you were maybe dehydrated and maybe you should go drink some some uh, sports drinks and whatnot. So I'm like, okay. So we leave, me and my wife leave the hospital. I'm like, I noticed something going on. I, I noticed something wrong with my body. So we're driving, literally probably like five minutes later, they called my phone. They was like, you have to come back to the hospital ASAP. Whatever you're doing, come back to the hospital ASAP. So now I'm like nervous, I'm scared. I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't scared. They give me, they, they actually admit me in a room. So I'm laying there, whatever. It hooked me up. Doc, like three doctors came in. So it's it's weird. So I'm in the, I don't know what's going on. I'm in the bed. I'm laying there and three doctors come in and a lady come to me, a doctor. She was like, oh, Mr. Goodson, uh, we seen you have MS. And I'm sitting there like, okay. She was like, yes, you have MS and you're young. You should be able to get through it. You'll be fine. And they start saying all this stuff. So mind you, I'm sitting there and I'm like a strand of people. I don't know. You're telling me I have MS, multiple sclerosis. I have no idea what that is. I might have heard it before. I don't know what that is. But she started explaining more and more about it. And, you know, I'm sitting here like I'm in shock. I didn't cry. I wasn't sad because I didn't know what it was. I was just, you know, I was scared. I wanted to know what know what it was. So I'm standing there. Like I said, my wife, she's standing there with me. She's a rider. She's like, you know, we're going to get through this. No problem. We're going to take care of it. So I sat in a bit. I was in the hospital for about a week and I ended up having, a, I believe, a, re, a relapse. You know, they said they diagnosed with MS. And that was like one of the weirdest times of my life. I was sat in a, like I never been in a hospital. I never broke anything. I never been like sick or anything like to that serious yeah. extent. And it was just I just sat there all week and just did research on MS. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a type guy. Google. I Googled everything. And it was like a whole new world opened up to me, like not in a good way, but like, and it, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel bad about it. I wasn't like, I was scared. I was nervous. I'm one of the people like, I take stuff head on. And I wasn't like, you know, I don't, I mean, I, I don't, not to offend anybody, but I wasn't like, oh, what was me? And 
this and that, you know, I'm like, okay, well, this is something new. I'm gonna have to just take this one. And that's yeah. what it was. And that's and that's that was July 1717. 17. Yeah, and I you know, when I was di- diagnosed officially. And then I just went on from there and just started to learn more. So after being diagnosed, you said that you take things head on. What were some of the responses um, with your family um, speaking? I know you have a wife and uh, your wife, your children, or uh, your friends. How, what was the reaction of your friends and your family? Were they supportive? But some people don't have support. How was your support? How do you feel your support was? Um, my support, like I said, a lot of people didn't just like me, nobody knew what MS was, you know, and I told people, I think like my mom and my sister had a pretty good idea what it was. And, you know, it, it people would just, you told people and it was yeah. so weird because you would tell them and like, they didn't know what it was, but they had like this look of horror on your face. And to this very day, I get that look, look at, I'm like, Oh, I live with it. Like, okay. Like, like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Why are y'all so scary about it? So I'm good. Yeah, like, yeah. So I, I, I managed. So I don't know. Yeah. But I had, you know, I had people, I had, um, it was more at the point trying to educate myself and try to educate people, trying to learn the world of MS. It was so, it was so much at one time. And people, some people were there, they were, they were there, like, to this very day, some people were there just like, hey, man. This very day, they don't. They might not know what MS was. Sorry, that was my cat. They might not know what MS was, but you know, I, I like I said, I was trying to educate them, get them to know more. Some people were there, like they ask questions. Some don't. I just at first, I'll get mad about it, like okay, you don't care or whatever. But then I'd like fall back and be like, you know what? It's my life. If you really, if you really fool with me, then you want to know more. You really care, you know. Okay, Even if it's yeah. eight, ten hours your day, how are you feeling? That's some of the best words you can say to me. You know, that was care and support, you know. Yes. It, it's different, uh, especially when you don't, I don't demand the attention. I'm one of the people, when people call me, I have a saying, and, uh, with me, I, I always say, when I don't feel good, they'll say, what are you doing? I'll say, I'm good. I'm like, but I'm like, this bitch showed up. And they're like, that bitch is back again? Because that's what I call multiple crosses, because multiple crosses has always been a bitch to me. She's not polite. She's rude. She comes, pops up anytime, any place, mm-hmm. anywhere, anytime. I'm telling you, like, she, she's a trip. So I, I don't, and I don't, I mean, I don't claim her. We're not friends. We don't kick it. But if I ever see her, it's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. So that's how it is. And I agree with you. Just somebody saying, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? That's enough right there. You, you know, you can carry the weight yourself. But, you know, show some way to concern. Another thing, too, I don't know. I, I One thing I've noticed that with me personally, since I've been sick, like, I, it made you look at people, especially, like, you know, we, we know stuff within the chronic illness type of yeah. family or whatever. You know, people have different yeah. chronic illnesses. And yes. you know that you would ask still, me, I find myself, hey, you know, I, I know questions to ask and people, I might feel the same way. You know, different people might have, like, you know, chronic illnesses, like, different handicaps and whatnot. 
I find myself like on like if I know somebody, I'm like, hey man, how you doing today? How you feeling? What not different stuff because I like the you know I like people say, hey, actually care and see how you're feeling that day because that's all sometimes all you need somebody like you know you all right you cool just you know have a couple words and that's it. It don't have to be a whole big you know grand thing, but at least check check on the brother like you know what I mean. Let me know. I see I, if you care, that's how you check on me. So. Yeah. I definitely, I, I definitely understand that because I'm definitely that uh, that spouse that's like, hey, how was your day? How was work? How was your day going? You know, you know, what I'm saying, rather you bad, you have me sad. Like, I want to know what's going on. Like, I'm just gonna miss you all. Like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you somebody took me off today. So, but I'm gonna ask you how your day was first, and we gonna compare notes. You uh, know, that's a part of that part of the battle. Um, how do you feel about uh, the treatments and the medications that are out and what medications do you use if you use any? Because a lot of people do not believe in medications. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, with different levels, you have relapsing or emitted, and I have a PPMS, which is primary progressive MS. Mm -hmm. I have, um, it's uh, it's more uh, of a, it's a different, a stronger battle, but not, not saying that your battle is any and he, your, your battle's not in least because I'm left about people like, this she thing, we got, we got her. We got her that good. No, 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 no. He has relapsed on that, but I would say I'm probably very aggressive. You, um, you eventually know that it's it's, it's, it's going to be plumbing. That's supposed to be what they say. I don't know because I talked to God and he and had a conversation. I'm just saying that's what the doctors say. That's what mm -hmm. it does go so, And I know that I've got higher power. So, you know, how do you feel about that? Um, like I said, yeah, I have relapsed and remitting. Um, when I was first diagnosed from the from the gate, they said um they want to be aggressive with it, and they put me on Tysabri. Yeah. So, yeah, they put me right away on Tysabri, and um, I was on there for about I was on there for about two years. My neurologist was worried about me. What was it? Yeah, that was it. PML, like the brain, you can get it from Tysabri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're positive, he was really worried about that. So I was on there for about two years, and then currently I'm on Ocrevus. So yeah, yeah. Ocrevus been working out pretty good. Okay. And, and yeah, and the thing about it too, my about the medicines and stuff, I'm now I'm more aware of what you know. MS, it's like seem like the, a, a medicine comes out every year now. And there's starting to be more options. You're starting to see more commercials and stuff and whatnot. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, I don't I don't know if I feel good with the Ocrevus has been helping me. And I haven't really seen, but you said, I know there's people who don't use, you know, the getting any medicine at all. And I'm kind of on the fence about that because I don't know if I don't use medicine, what's going to happen. I'm just like, it's, when it comes to that, I just, I'm fine with the Ocrevus for now. At this point in my life, I can't like, Past yeah, oh. yeah. I just I don't like. I, this is my twenty. This will be my twenty year anniversary in September, and I have been on Advocates, David Barrow, Paxton. I'm currently on Ocrevus, IVIG. I did the chemo, so like you said, for just to be on Ocrevus and it's chilling out. I'm cool right now. Just let me be cool right now, and I'm not. I feel like that's playing Russian roulette because I know what it feels like to be down. So I don't know about not taking, about uh, being holistic. And I think it's a beautiful thing. If you can truly yeah, do it right. and start off that 
way and that works for you, mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing. So I would love to be just whole lips. But the most whole lipstick I'm going to be, it may be a choice. How do you feel about uh, CBD, medical marijuana, those many things that, that you are into, you're against, you're for, you tried? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I am a cannabis advocate. Okay. From the door, and I, I CBD, cannabis, marijuana, weed, whatever you want to yeah. call. It. And it's funny because this part, when I got the hospital, I was having. They ended up giving me a baclofen, so I was having mm-hmm. body spasms real bad. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I got out, I started like even though I was laying in bed, I was getting still getting them these shocks, and my my hands would lock up. And yeah. Just, yeah, and it was it hurt like so bad. So it was like, yeah. yeah, they gave me the back of it and that really helped. And I was like, yo, gotta give me, they gave me something. But before I had that, they, I was using, I was using cannabis, I was using marijuana. Okay. So I, I was reading about it. Now, you know, I read about it. Okay. And I was like, you know what? You know, I was, let me just, let me use it. You know, right. not before I didn't use it before I did, but it, when I started, when I had MS, when I started diagnosing MS, my my uh i just started doing way more research and stuff in the right. cannabis and weed and stuff like that like my research went deep to so this very day like i said this has to be like the wonder plant and you know we we villain people villainize a plant a natural plant they villainize yeah. that but you know that's a whole different discussion right but and i understand what you're saying right that has been a great aid you know it's an aid i call it aid i'm like yeah it's medicine but it's one of the medicines i use but it's a great aid and you can't you say can't say hey oh you use it you're a bad person blah blah i'm not even worried about none of that i ain't trying to hear all that because you're not sitting there on them days where my body i'm in pain or or i i'm having so much like depression and anxiety and you just want to just medicate and just relax and just chill out because it's so much because you like you know you have ms and then you have life too you know what i'm saying and I gotta deal with all that. And there's just some days I just say, you know what, I'm gonna come home, I'm gonna eat it, I'm gonna smoke it, whatever. And I, you know, I like I said, it's really has been a great aid for my life. Like I said, be honest with you, if I didn't have cannabis, then like I said, I don't know where I would be, you know, be totally honest with you. Different pain. Uh, do you have to use any uh, assisted devices or have you had to use assistant devices? I currently um, have a walker, and my walker is called the Cadillac, and I have a scooter, and I have uh-huh. a scooter, my Maserati, so that's right. what I drive, and I have. Uh, do you have, or have, or do you have, or do you, or you have, you had to use assisted devices? I know uh, a couple of times, I had, uh, like I said, I had a, um, a bad, um, not a relapse, what was it? Um, I don't know, but I had to use a cane a couple of times. I actually have, I have a cane and it hasn't got to the point where, like I said, where you have to, I have to use a walker or a wheelchair or anything. Yeah. Now, sometimes if I have bad fatigue, my fatigue is really bad in the yeah. grocery store, in the stores, I, I will use a scooter, you know. The scooter, right, right, yeah. You yeah, said walker? No, 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 I said <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, no, I'm saying right because yeah. 
Um, what people don't understand is the heaviness of the fatigue and the stride. I don't think people, the stride of it, the, just the, to keep going as each next step is worse than the, you know, it's enhancing mm -hmm. like an elephant or something that's been on right. your shoulders while you're trying to walk. So, and that's mm -hmm. what people don't understand with MS, with that battle. They don't. Um, and it, it, yeah. And it's funny, we, why, why I say you said why, I thought you'd be like sarcastic, but some people be like, oh, why is he using that? I always get this too. But that is I'm young, um, I'm a man, and you know, like I said, I'm black. So, I mean, I'm just, let's keep, I'm, I'm just keep it a hundred. And yeah. you know, you, you, you always get these funny looks, especially too, oh, if I parked in a handicap spot or something. Ooh, and that is my parking pass. That is the certified, not the red one, but the blue one, because it's permanent. And the looks you get, especially if it's on a day where you kind of do have a little bit of pep, but you like, man, I'm not going to walk all the way because how I might be when I walk in the store. It might not be how I walk out the store. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And nobody gets that. And it's, it's it, and I hate, I don't like to say this stuff. And people, I don't care if people get mad or whatever. It's like, you know, MS where there's four different, you know, there's different stages of, I call them stages of MS. There's not, he was like, oh, I'm going to go here, here. But it's like, just because like I'm at like, like relaxing remitting, people be like, oh, so one day you have to be in a wheelchair or you have to use the aid. They, people, their minds automatically go to one day, like you're progressively get worse. I may have relaxing remitting MS for the rest of my life, you know. Right. Like I, I read, you, you don't have people act like you, you don't progress, you go to the next day. There's not, they're not That's stages. Right. They call them one day, I read something, they call them like chapters. You know, you might be here, you might, you know, and yeah, automatically, yeah, people's minds want to think like, oh, you're deteriorating, you're going to get worse. You may get worse, you know, and I do have that in back in my head and that don't upset me or anything. If I have to use a, um, a mobility, you know, something like an aid, then that's fine. But I'm still, right. I'm still, I'm still, right. but don't put me using an aid before I have to use an aid because I don't want one. And when I do do it, I'm going to use it proudly. But until, and right. if, and it's a doubtful if, because but guy, I'm gonna have to use it. Right, right. Funny to somebody else, or like you say, you might. I when I get fatigued, like you said, I slur my speech, and my mind is like, if I get like a real bad, I can't can't function. And like, I just just whatever. I'm at a point in my life. I'm I don't know, you know, different people are. I just I just deal with it. I just deal with it. I don't well, I don't feel sorry for me and all that. I just you know just you just live your life, and you can't. I have too much because I got kids and. Family, I got too much to live for. I'm only 36 years old, and I just, yes. just got to take it. You just got to take it, with, you know, whatever comes. So. I was going to ask you, what are your strengths and your weaknesses with MS? Um, my strengths? Um, I, I, I don't, MS, okay, I'm going to say this. Strength-wise, MS mentally has made me stronger. You know, mm. mentally made me stronger because it, and like you said, unless you have MS, you don't understand certain things or any chronic illness, there's just days where you have to fight through things. You know, you have to get things done. As much as you want to lay on the floor and just mm -hmm. get away from everybody and just chill your body or whatever, you, that's what made me mentally strong with, with life. And I'm like, and I always think before I was diagnosed, certain things, I'm like, Oh man, this might be one of the harder tests you might have had in your life. 
and it's going to make you strong. Like, I, I, I don't wear MS with a pride. Like, I don't, like, say, oh, I got MS. I don't brag about it, but I, I take it on as something like, I'm a, like you said, people say MS warriors, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, I just, I, I, when people, I tell people I have it, they're like, oh, you do this, this, and this. I'm like, yeah, I do that. Because that's mm-hmm. what I have. To, that's what I'm supposed to do. And, and I want to set an example for people with MS, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about MS. Oh, he's going to be lazy. He's going to be tired. You know, just different. You know, people come with all types of wild stuff in their head. Yes. Set an example, you know, for our community. You know. Yes. So. I definitely believe that. And what did you think is, uh, we all have different uh, battles with MS. So the same with MS for you as a male. Yeah. I, the, I said the hardest thing for me is, Alex, as a male, you have different different functions with your body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I read a lot. Some men, you know, I'm keep it 100. Some men, you know, struggle with, like, ED. Yeah. Things like that. Um, Me, personally, is weird. But, like, I, I, I don't... One thing, I don't like fatigue. You know, we battle. We battle. We all battle with fatigue. But when, right. me, when I get fatigue, I feel weak. And right. I, feel, I feel I feel like vulnerable. So as a man, yeah. like I, I'm not one of the people who be like, I'm a man, I'm tough, but like at the same time, I hate being weak. I don't like I don't like people seeing me weak and vulnerable. Yes. So I just like to just I shut things out. And that's one of the biggest things. But he's probably like one of my major things. Um brain fog is probably right under that. I hate, mm-hmm. I hate brain fog is like it's so frustrating. Okay. You can you can have I can have a whole thought have everything in my head and it's just some days it's just not happening it's not functioning everything everything's not clicking but you have everything in your head you can do and when people look at you and you like try you, you try to explain why and mm-hmm. they don't know and it's like it's so hard it's so frustrating trying to get people to understand you like this is yeah. I have MS and this is what's you know just messing up my yeah. function. Talking and yeah. thinking, not yeah. yeah the invisible I, illness. Right, exactly. And this is so, and especially if you see, I'm walking and talking. Like I said, I lift weights, I play basketball, I do everything under the sun, just like everybody else do. Yeah. But then, when if you could open me up and see certain things and this and that, you'd be like, oh yeah, he don't, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would say fatigue and like my brain fog and stuff, probably my top things, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, like brain brain fog and definitely the fatigue. Um, and like you said, my I think the cognitive I would say for myself because uh, especially like I said doing this podcast because people listen and they'll be like, does she know what she's talking about? Does she know what she's trying to say? But I know that at times when I'm talking. And the best thing about talking to somebody who has MS, lupus, or autoimmune disease, they're like, oh, you're okay because I have writing cognitive brain problems all the time. So I don't take it as hard as when you sit in front of a crowd of people. Not saying that I cannot sit in front of a crowd of people, but it's easier because it's not, you feel maybe not as a judge. Yeah. You know, I'm one of the people like, I've been doing this for a long time. So anything you want to say to me, I don't hurt you, thought it. And been through it. Right, right. Do you have what was some advice that you would have to somebody who's being diagnosed? Before you give any advice, what about seasons and weather? 
How does that affect you? Do you have problems with seasons or weather? Yes, I do. Like this time, like like we've been getting hit with some a lot of heat up here lately, and the heat. It, you know what's stupid? This is what makes me mad when I say this. It's hot outside, and I'll be like, I tell, I try to explain to people, I'm like, it was hot, like, especially if it's humid. I was like, this yes. heat, it drains me. This The heat, it feels like my body sucks the heat up, and it just sits yeah. in me. And that yeah. heat creates fatigue and stuff inside me. So you'll say that to people, oh, I'm hot, too. I'm fatigued, too. Nah, but like, you want to say, like, I'm hot, and I'm fatigued, and it's, like, literally draining me. And like, oh, yeah, me, too. And then you're like, you know what? You're right, yo. You, you're not understanding what I'm trying to say, but I, I, and it's weird before, you know, MSO, I love summer. I was a little kid. I love summer. I love it. I don't care if it's hot outside. I love summer. I love playing sports, running around, all that. Still, still to, to this very day, I love summer. But it, it sucks because sometimes I'm like, if you want to do activities outside with your family and whatnot, it's that heat. You always got to, you always got to be like, okay, do I got some ice? Do I got something to keep cool? This and that. You always got to worry about different things with it. Um, my favorite, my favorite time is fall. I love fall. Fall's like oh. perfect, per- like you know, perfect. I love like keep it like 70s, 60s, no problem, right? Winter, winter, I'm not a friend with me. And, I don't like winter. I can't, I can't stand the winter. It's yeah. I feel like it hurts the different is. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The weather, I, I, I love um, summer too, but like you said. It drains the heck out of you, so you get tired. What are some things that you learned, and what is some advice that you would give to maybe a young male your age, especially a young black male? Because I noticed, or I feel that um, within our community, we, like you said, either they don't go to the doctor or they have to keep it in and don't say what's going on or open yeah. up or act as if they're hurt or they're sick or they have to keep that stronghold even when they feel like they might fold. And like you said, you when you know to be weak as a man, which was interesting, is you said to be weak as a man, uh, you're vulnerable. So what advice would you give somebody who is a male, African American, white, tough, weak, strong? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that. that. Was a good point. I'm glad you brought that. Like you said, is you you opt with MS. I'm learning. There's it's hard for me. I'm, I can only speak for myself now. It's it's hard not to get out emotion. And to be honest with you, being diagnosed made me feel better about getting out of emotion because it's like sometimes if if I don't if I get my feelings like even if I'm vulnerable, if I'm feeling sad, happy. You see my you see my posts on Instagram. You go to my posts on Instagram, I, I don't mind expressing myself now. Because it's weird. Yeah. It's and I, that's what attracted me, honestly, uh, because I didn't uh stay fully. That's how I'm a him. He, he's like I said, an MS advocate, but his post is just you know, rather you fell up, rather you fell down, what's going on, sports, I love this. And that's what made me reach out to you. Yeah. I just yeah. You 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 gonna go through it, like I said, speaking like anybody, you're gonna go through it regardless. 
You're going to have bad days. You know, you can be surrounded by a whole bunch of loved ones, friends, and family, but you still, you're, you're going to have them days you're going to be lonely. You're going to feel like that. And one of the first things, you know, is make sure you have people in your corner. I don't care if it's one, I don't care if it's 100. Just make sure you always got somebody checking up on you, you know. Um, secondly, I would say educate yourself. You know, educate yourself on what's inside of you. You know, unfortunately, just educate yourself about that and what you can do. Yes, we don't have a cure yet. We don't have a cure yet, but I feel one day, maybe not my lifetime, but you know, we were having right. cure, but you you just that's where the strength comes from, where you as a MS warrior have to say, hey, you know what, this is my life, and I'm gonna take control of it. Yes, you know, MS, you know, it, it's it's going it's gonna throw some blows. It might knock me down or something like that, but what makes you strong is getting up and not laying there. Now, that's that's where the warrior part comes into. And I don't, I think that comes over time when you have MS and whatnot, you start to develop some, you start to develop like this toughness about you, you know, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to be angry. You don't have to be angry person about it. Angry about it's life. a different shell. It's a different right. arm that you put on. It's a different right. arm. Exactly. 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 Um, I, I would say live your life, you know, life. Yes. You 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 might it depends you know how your MS is yeah. like, like I like this hashtag nothing everybody's MS is different everybody yes. everybody's MS is they different. say no two people are alike yes yes people don't understand that they're they don't say they say no two people are like you might have the same time frame symptoms but mm-hmm. no two people are alike and that's the crazy beautiful thing about it because I'm sometimes like thank God that. Joe Blow or Angela or whoever doesn't have the same level that I have. You know what I mean? Like, right. so, you know, like driving through it. So, yeah, like you said, everybody is it's, it's, it's different. Right. And as, 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 a, as, a, as, a, as a Black man, it was funny. When I was, I was telling you about the story of how I was in, I was in a hospital bed. I had plenty of time. I'm doing a lot of research. I lie to you now. One of my first Google searches was, how did MS affect the black community and what people that I know who had MS? Mm-hmm. So, of course, cliche one, everybody knew this. Um, Montel, that's like I said, everybody knew that. So I started getting, but I started getting deeper. I'm sitting there, I'm looking up stuff, the MS society and whatnot. And I'm on, I'm like, yo, there's nothing about my people, there's nothing, my, none of my people look like that. I'm like sitting looking up stuff and I'm like, it would come up, you know, predominantly white women or white people had it and women. And, and, and I'm like, no, I'm one of the people I, I want to be rich. I'm like, mm, I don't know. So I'm not going to, one of my biggest tools to help me like with the game, more people and learn about more MS was social media. So I went to like Facebook, Instagram and whatnot. And I started to reach out to people and realize, you know, the black community, the MS black community, there's there's a lot of us. There's so yeah. many people out there. And that yeah. made me feel better. It didn't make it feel like MS was so big now that it shrunk down some. Yeah. And you know, it's just just like me and you right now networking, yeah. talking. I wouldn't even know you four years ago if it's weird if it wasn't for MS. You know, right. and that's the positives about it though. So I, I met a lot of great people just through social right. media and people of color, like, 
you know, black we do have it. Black men, we do have MS. Yeah. We do thrive and we we do our thing. And we, you know, yeah. we succeed every day. And I that's what really helped me with social media. If you just now getting diagnosed, you know, hash look at some hashtags and whatnot, social um, like I said, Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot, you'll 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 find communities, you'll you'll find your your tribe your tribe. Yeah, your tribe. You yeah. So my like just overall with just you just newly diagnosed, take it, you know, take it, just you know, take a couple steps at a time, gather yourself. You might have you're gonna cry. I cried this day, like I said, I cried, and you just you don't know why you go through it, you don't know what the future holds, and you know, them anxiety and depression and stuff yeah. just attacks. But like yeah. I said, you'll be all right, you know. Then them days I medicate, and I really got, you know, I really got to get down. I got to medicate with cannabis. Remember, that's how, that's how I do it, though. But, well, I, I mean, I love that. Um, I love that you're honest, because I feel like everybody uh, deals with it um, a different way. I do understand. Um, I I do. I, I, I believe in using cannabis, but I also believe um, I have to, like you said, um, I have a whole lot of praying that's brought me closer to God because I always tell people, if you do not know Jesus, you will know. You will get to know him. You will get to talk to him because during those times, there is your, literally alone in the room, there's nobody but me and him. Because nobody in this room, even though mama understands, your house spouse understands. I would had to be careful. I was taking like Advil. Every day for certain things. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I, like I said, ibuprofen works for me, but like yeah. I said, I, I was kind of trying to get away from that still too a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that yeah. things like that, right? Terrify you. It will terrify you what you had with that. So what do you? What is your outlook for the year with the MLS? Um. I got some. Um, I mean, what do you think is your outlook as far as advocate? Because you're doing, you're advocating, and you're speaking out. What do you yeah. think you'll do? Um, like I said, I just my thing is more opportunity. Like I said, when I get opportunities, like right now, you know, I appreciate the opportunity speaking on your show, your podcast. Oh yes. Yeah. I, I just, I just try to. I want to just educate people on like. MS is real, and stuff I read about is is becoming more and more, um, more like in a public eye and whatnot, mm-hmm. even more nowadays. And it's and it seems like there's more cases coming up. Yeah, I I just my my part where I look at it with, with MS is, like you said, if anybody ever needs uh um somebody to listen to, somebody to talk to, just to give them nods or whatnot, and just to show like I'm a, I'm a black man. And I'm still I'm surviving. I'm still yeah, doing it, you know. Surviving. And I'm 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 still living. I'm not going to lay down. I don't give up or anything. It's just I just want to set it, you know, set an example and whatnot. And I just want to help in the, in the MS community alone any way I can, you know. And it, it's it's weird how just this this disease has actually you gain I gain more friends and more people, and you, you know. You just you kind of that's your family. It's like your pseudo family in a way, because we yeah. know you know. Yeah. You know I might yeah. not know, but it's weird if I if I if I know you got MS or something like that. Yeah, I'm talk to you this and that, you know, and be yeah. like, it's just I just want to like really set an example and just be yeah, you know, 
I want people to look at me like, I want to be with my kids and be like, oh, yeah, he got A, B, and C, but yeah. he actually doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, and and that's 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 all I can be. I'm not no like you no know, superstar or nothing like that. But I'm just trying to yeah. be best I, I can I, be. I think that I'll take back the superstar part because um, I believe in, like I said, the reason why I created One Sick Beat um, was not for it wasn't to go. I felt like I or I should say that I think a lot of celebrities, but I didn't feel that they were actually speaking on MS. I felt like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't see them, like, I might see them say MS struggle. Like, that's all they say, just to say that they have MS, you know, under, I didn't feel. Or maybe, I, I, also, I'm not going to accuse them, maybe I didn't pay attention to it, so, you know, or I missed it somewhere along the line. But I've been doing it for 20 years, and I haven't, I know which ones have spoken, like you said, Monte Williams and a couple other, but now it's more out in the open. Yeah. And I just felt like I wanted to create a space where you can see these people, yeah, they're hurt, and but they're thriving through it because it always isn't pretty, it always isn't ugly, but it's mm. a battle and it's hard, and we're doing it. And I felt like the definition, I felt like the definition of one sick be, and I'm getting ready to certify you as one. Uh, and you know, the definition of one sir, these are things that we go through. Uh, unimaginable battle. So with yeah. that being said, the reason, like I said, I created it was because I seen you and I felt like you're thriving through it and you show the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm -hmm. You're open to talk to me. You spoke to me about uh, relationships, your kids, and uh, those battles. And like you said, it was blessing. You don't have to use any advice. You did speak on that. You used Oprah Biz. Is there anything else that you um, would like to speak or just about your story that you feel like you would like to know people to know a piece of you, your story more? Yes, I do. Um, recently, I, I started in October. I, had, I lost 42 pounds. I lost 42 pounds. Congratulations. Yeah, I, that's that was a big one for me because that the constant the question was always in the, and one of the biggest questions in MS community is how do you how do you work out like how do you stay you know active yeah. fighting a chronic and, that's a and I should have asked that that is a great question because I look at people all the time and I'm like give me ten squats for the day and I'm done like. <laughs> Right. There's too much on my body. Everybody's different. So like you said, seeing people work out is uh, yeah, amazing. So go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Please fill me in because did you hear I said once if people don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. So I don't think people whine and work out, but you can tell me how to get started. <laughs> um I I start okay, when I first was diagnosed, I wanted when I when I first was diagnosed, I when I was able to get back in the gym, I want I want hard. I want hard, but then like I started to get down on myself a little bit. I started to get, well, more, well, I had to start to get depression. I started gaining weight back. I, when I was like, when I got diagnosed, I was like, oh, I'm at the gym, this and that. But then MS started to really roll into my life and I gained a bunch of weight. You know, I was always a bigger kid. You know, I played, I, I played football. I always played like on the line and whatnot, but I was always a bigger guy. But okay. I had to get, to, yeah, I had, I, I got to a point where last year, fast forward last year, and it was, I was like, um, I just turned 36. And like, congratulations, I, was, I just turned 37 last week. 
Uh, wow. I, yeah. I turned 37 in September. I turned 37. I'm talking last year when I turned 37. Oh, last year, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that day yeah, I'll be 37 in September. So, but anyway. Yeah. You're so, in Virgo? Yes, September 4th. Yeah, so is my husband. <laughs> Virgo. But um, so I had I had to make a decision. I was like, I got diabetes. Too. I got diabetes. Um, I don't have diabetes on both sides of my family. So I, I turned 36 and I'm like, well, I got MS. I don't want diabetes. I don't want want, you know, problems with my other problems with my body and whatnot. And something really hit me. And it's like, yo, you gotta get better control with your your health you have you have to. something just hit me it was it you know how people people always like the people who are bigger they like, oh you need to lose weight you need to do this you need to do that i'm like first of all when people want to lose weight or be healthy be active it has to be literally be a mental thing somebody can be seven eight hundred pounds it don't matter what you think that person mentally has to choose that you know yeah so Definitely. i chose that yeah i chose that so what I ended up doing was I ended up getting, I got me a, a coach. I got coaching to help me out. Oh, um, I end up um, just, he helped me out with different workouts and stuff like that. I lost, like I said, I started working out more and more. And I'm not going to lie. It's not as easy having a chronic illness and trying to actually like work, the, like work out part, you know, yeah. I had to really, there was days I'm going to be, I'm going to totally hundred with you. Like there's days I would I would be so frustrated and I've never told nobody this. So you're getting exclusive. I, I would cry or I would feel depressed yeah. about not being able to work out because of MS. Because yeah. there's supposed to be in pain and fatigue. And me, I'm such a person where I want to push, push, push. And like when I was younger, I'm pushing through it. I'm cool. And and that's when you start, you start yeah, you want your old body back. Yeah. You know, yeah. you start getting down, yeah. Yeah. And I had to get some yeah. points where, huh? I said, yes, I agree with you that you that's when you it hits you because you mm -hmm. can't do what you want to do. Exactly. And I I, I I realized, Tim, this ain't gonna come overnight. So I started to learn how to had to pace myself, you know. If you gotta take a day or two off, that's fine. You know, now the, now the weight wasn't like flying off how people would say it is or do this and that. The weight wasn't flying off, but I had to really have a focus and be mentally strong about it. It's just, hey, focus on your food, drinking your water. If you physically do things, you know, you can lose weight by like just cutting out the sodas and juices and stuff. You know, there's, yes. there's substitutes to drink sweet wise yes. that I all the time. Yeah. But yeah. I had to really, really just chill and be like, yo, Tim, you, you can do this, you know? And I'm down 44 pounds since October. But mm -hmm. like I said, I, I lift weights. Uh, and whenever I, I I can work out, I work out like four times a week. Sometimes okay. I don't like two. If I get two, I get two. But I had to really learn. And my coach helped me out. I had to really learn. You can prog you can progress so you'll be fine. Just, just stay with it. Just stay with it. Just stay with it. And yeah. like a chronic illness don't help, but it is possible. And you you can yeah. yeah. I definitely um, appreciate you uh and speaking and I should have 
had got dates you coming on here and being open and uh, unveiling yourself to the world and sharing your story on my podcast. I appreciate it. And for you to be authentically you and speak about things that, even things you have read of that I tiptoe around asking people because it's, like, it's a sensitive subject uh, with us, with having, I mean, certain things are sensitive, and especially as a male, certain yeah. things are intimate. You know, you don't want to ask or you don't want to, that's just like, and also that, you know, it's hard when you have a spouse, you don't want to ask somebody like, so have you had any problems? <laughs> have you had any problems with this? Have you had any problems with that? So I appreciate you um, being authentically you. And this is the part of my podcast that I love. And I want to certify you, Tim, as one sick bee. Remember the definition of one sick bee is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. So Tim, I would like to certify you as one sick bee and thank you. And Tim, why don't you give them your uh, Instagram where you can be found? Okay. My Instagram name is uh, VirgoChild84. See, that's Virgo there, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, VirgoChild84. Um, my name is Tim Goodson. If you want to hit me up on Facebook, no problem. You know, anything about MS, I'm always willing to talk about, you know, open ear, no problem. We have a big community, you know. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, Tim, for coming on One Sick B. And thank you, Kings and Queens, for listening to this episode of One Sick B. Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay, you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt it to the pain, and you got used to hurting. And you're the one that's needed help, you used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself, now don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back And you always trying, always grinding and I'm with that You're such a fighter and your strength is where your gifts at You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform When you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent his strongest soldiers to war like, God sent his strongest soldiers to war You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform And when you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent his strongest soldiers to war like, God sent his strongest soldiers to war